podcasts are sponsored by Kinexus, where we're passionate about helping the world improve and innovate more effectively with our web-based software. Learn more at www.makeimprovementhappen.com. Hi, this is Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 65 of Lean Blog Audio. Thanks for listening. It's June 22nd, 2015, and this post was titled, Would the Wall Street Journal Blame Just in Time for the Stanley Cup Being Late? Now, the Wall Street Journal loves writing about how just in time, or JIT, is a risky inventory strategy. I've written a number of past posts about how the journal is so often wrong about this. You can find links to that. Um, if you go to leanblog.org slash audio65, they seem to at least once a year have a, a major article about how uh, just-in-time uh, causes a lot of problems. Now, the journal seems, uh, unfortunately, to only understand lean as JIT. So their articles are usually about how lean creates risks for organizations and you know, lean doesn't work with big global supply chains. I'm like, well, that's probably more the fault of uh, big global supply chains than lean. You know, lean companies tend to have suppliers uh, close to their factories, close to their customers. You know, the journal doesn't see lean as a broader methodology and management system. Uh, JIT is just one component of the Toyota production system uh, with built-in quality or Jidoka being the other. And again, you know, the, the writers of the journal just don't have a good understanding of lean. So whenever there's some highly unusual event, such as the Japanese earthquake and tsunami a few years ago, the journal will, will say basically, well, see, just in time doesn't work. Well, you know, keeping a lot of inventory stored in a warehouse, you know, the alternative to JIT, well, that's not a good strategy if an earthquake or tornado uh, hits the warehouse. So uh, JIT, just in time, can work. We just have to be uh, smart in uh, how we set that up. So uh, the Stanley Cup was late. I don't know if you heard about this, but even though, you know, even though I'm a big Detroit Red Wings fan, I grew up around Detroit, I, I, I can say congratulations to the Chicago Blackhawks uh, for winning the Stanley Cup Finals in uh, the NHL, the National Hockey League. Uh, Chicago was ahead in the series, three games to two, meaning they were in a position to put the series away uh, last Monday night, um, about a week and a half ago, actually, playing at home. Now, the Stanley Cup is possibly the most famous trophy in sports. You might argue or disagree uh, with me there. But, you know, hockey fans are used to the iconic scene of players holding the cup over their heads or celebrating after winning the championship. They skate around on the ice immediately after the game. Um, you know, the cup has a team of handlers who guard and, and transport and polish the trophy. They, they take this uh, you know, very seriously because it's a very historic, um, I, I guess, valuable trophy. Now, just-in-time inventory strategies in general, always require some amount of what we would call safety stock inventory in case something goes wrong. In a factory or in a hospital, a JIT system, like a Kanban system, could have things that go wrong, such as, you know, one, a delivery is late, two, a delivery has some defective items in it, three, usage was higher than expected, and it's irresponsible to think that everything will always go perfectly in your operations or in your supply chain. You know, Murphy's Law and, and all of that kicks in. You, know, you have to plan for variation, you know, although you might not plan for that extremely rare earthquake event. Now, um, the Stanley Cup at the end of the game, it was brought to the arena late. It wasn't there by the end of the game. So players and fans had to wait to have that um, classic celebration. You know, there was uh, some waste of waiting, we might say, from a lean perspective. 
And uh, there's there's a full article I've linked to in the blog post. And the headline of that article says Stanley Cup late arriving to Chicago Blackhawks party thanks to rainstorm. I thought maybe the headline should have read uh, something more like Stanley Cup late arriving to Chicago Blackhawks party thanks to poor planning. (laughs) I think that's the more um, addressable issue than um, heavy rain. So from the article, it said when the final buzzer sounded, the Stanley Cup itself was not yet in the United Center. That's the arena where the game was being played. Instead, severe rainstorms left many streets in Chicago flooded and traffic snarled throughout the city, preventing the historic trophy from getting to the arena on time. Now, I know there were extremely bad storms in the Chicago area that day. I I know this because I was uh, trying to fly there for a meeting in northwest Indiana. I had two flights canceled. Uh, I ended up landing at O'Hare seven hours later than planned. I actually saw fireworks um, going off because the game was ending right as I was landing late that Monday night. But, um, you know, when I when I travel for a client, I try to I always make sure I build in buffer time. You know, I never schedule the last flight of the day if I can avoid it in case something goes wrong. You know, it's better to arrive a little early than it is to cut things too close and risk being late. You know, had I arrived in the afternoon, I would have been able to come in, have dinner with someone I know, uh, with the client. That that got pushed back, but it was better than cutting things too close and risking uh, not getting there for the meetings the next morning. So I tried to build in that safety stock, that safety time, and the Stanley Cup handlers didn't think that same way. You know, supposedly um, they started driving the cup toward the arena when the puck dropped at the start of the game. And that would have normally given them two and a half hours to get to the arena. But you know, it begs the question, why was the cup being kept at a suburban hotel way on the outskirts of Chicago, as it was described? You know, why wasn't it brought to the arena the morning of the game? You know, so being late led to the use of a police escort, which cost the area taxpayers money. And they drove at speeds of over 100 miles an hour, which probably uh, created some safety risk. And, you know, the journal, you know, I think would have explained the lateness of the cup as proof that JIT didn't work. But, well, no, it seems like people just didn't plan properly. They didn't leave in enough buffer time or safety stock time. And that delay at the end of the game uh, arguably should have never occurred. So is there risk for hospitals uh, along these lines? I've helped many hospitals put Kanban systems in place. You know, I always plan carefully and make sure we have you know, if we need, you know, really, I think, you know, just a little too much inventory rather than not quite enough. The cost of extra inventory uh, is usually less of a problem than running out of a supply or item that's needed for patient care. We don't want a patient to die because we were being cheap on inventory. You know, the first goal is patient care. The second goal is avoiding excessive inventory cost. And uh, there's a link in the blog post to a video that I recently shared about a hospital Kanban system up in Saskatchewan. Now, I've also linked to an article from Healthcare Finance News that brings up the issues of risks of JIT or perceived risks, or I'd say the risk of not doing JIT or Kanban properly. The headline said, hospitals turn to just-in-time buying to control supply chain costs. And the subheadline says, hospitals are saving money by keeping inventories lean, while others say it's too risky. Uh, It was an article by Chuck Green. So controlling costs is a goal, but the headline I think should be about making sure staff and patients have what they need, the right supplies, the right material, the right time. 
I think reducing stockouts is the more important goal. You know, hospital supply chains and material management systems are usually pretty broken and that causes a lot of problems. So as the article said, quote, if you carry inventories under JIT that are so low that the product's unavailable because of one incident, that can be hugely adverse in the hospital sector, somebody said. So exactly, I'd say, that's why you have to do Kanban and JIT properly. You know, don't be like that Stanley Cup team. There was a, a quote in the article also, uh, from a man who appropriately had the last name of Stanley. It said, uh, as for Stanley, he doesn't buy the notion that just because it's healthcare, running a lean operation is too risky. Quote, anyone in any industry can use that excuse, said Stanley. So I agree. You, know, you have to be careful. You have to try to account for risks. There are risks that occur uh, in traditional non-lean inventory management systems. Uh, this stuff works in healthcare. It helps to have somebody with some experience helping you design that system and that approach. Um, and it's something, I, again, I've helped hospitals with. I, I would love to help you with. So if you'd like to talk about that, you can uh, contact me through the blog or, or through my website, uh, markgraben.com, or you can you can email me, mark at markgraben.com. Uh, or again, the, uh, the blog post, the website for this episode, was leanblog.org slash audio 65.